Kenny the Sports Guy podcast. Kenny Lofton was a six-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glove Award winner, and at retirement was ranked 15th among all-time stolen base leaders with 622. He played for 11 different teams in his career, including the Houston Astros, Cleveland Indians, Atlanta Braves, Chicago White Sox, San Francisco Giants, Pittsburgh Pirates, Chicago Cubs, New York Yankees, Philadelphia Phillies, Los Angeles Dodgers, and Texas Rangers. Lofton's best years came with the Indians, where he played from 1992 to 2000, and was a key member of the Indians teams that reached the World Series in 1995 and 1997, and finished 11th in the 1996 American League MVP voting. Lofton was a dynamic player who was excited to watch on the field. He was a great leader, a speedster on the base pass, and a patient hitter who drew a lot of walks. He was also a good punter, and he was known for his ability to make contact with the ball. Despite all that, Lofton isn't in the MLB Hall of Fame. Why was that? The Beginning Kenny Lofton was born on May 31, 1967 in East Chicago, Indiana. As a child, Lofton was raised by his grandmother, Rosie Pearson. His birth mother, Annie, had Kenny while in high school, but lost contact with his mom. She never contacted him again. Growing up, Lofton went to Washington High School where he played pitcher and center field. In addition, he played for the high school basketball team. College and the road to Major League Baseball After graduating high school, Lofton enrolled at the University of Arizona on a full scholarship. He joined the Arizona Wildcats basketball team and was the backup to Greg McMillan and Steve Kerr. In 1988, Lofton and the Wildcats made it to the 1988 NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Tournament. He was the starting point guard the following year when the Wildcats made it to the Sweet 16. Lofton is one of two men to play in the College Basketball Final Four and an MLB World Series. The other is fellow East Chicago Washington High School alumni Tim Stoddard. He left as the Wildcats leader in career steals, a record eventually broken. During his junior year, Lofton joined the baseball team. Although he only recorded one at bat during his college career, Houston Astros scout Clark Chris saw something in Lofton, specifically in his speed. Lofton had the ability to run really fast, and every single scout in attendance didn't see that, except for Chris. Eventually, the Astros drafted Lofton in the MLB draft. The minor league days. After he was drafted by the Astros, Lofton struggled, hitting 214 with 26 stolen bases for the Auburn Astros. The very next season, Lofton improved his hitting with a 263 batting average with another 26 stolen bases. Eventually, he got a lot better for the next two years, batting over 300 in the minors. And will be debut. After tearing up in the minors, Lofton was finally promoted to MLB on September 14, 1991. In his debut against the Cincinnati Reds, Lofton went 3-for-4 with two doubles and three runs scored. In his first 20 games, he batted 2-0-3, which was okay. However, his career in Houston was short-lived. The trade to Cleveland and stardom. 
with their center fielder of the future in Steve Finley already been known, Lofton was expandable. In the offseason, he was traded to the then-known Cleveland Indians for catcher Eddie Talvisi and right-handed pitcher Willie Blair. Lofton wasn't happy with the trade, stating, I know they gave up on me, and now I'm glad they did. One man's trash is another man's treasure. He made them eat their words. During his first season with Cleveland in 1992, Lofton hit 285. His 66 stolen bases broke the all-time record for a AL rookie and was the most by an MLB rookie since Vince Coleman stole 110 bases in 1985. His season stolen base count, which led the AL, also broke a franchise record previously set by Miguel DeLone in 1980. The following season, Lofton broke his own Cleveland single-season stolen base record, recording 70 stolen bases which led MLB. Lofton was selected to his first career All-Star game during the 1994 season. The Trade to Atlanta Lofton was quickly becoming the league's most feared leadoff hitter, but in 1997, things changed. The Indians decided it was time to reach the championship level. The Indians traded away Lofton to the Atlanta Braves for Marquise Grissom and David Justice. Let's just say that this trade worked out for both teams. With Lofton in the lineup, the Braves won the division with a record of 101 wins and 61 losses. The best record in MLB. Lofton played an important role in the lineup. For the season, Lofton's 333 batting average and 27 stolen bases were team highs. His stolen base total was up to that point at career level. He was caught stealing 20 times at MLB high. The Braves swept the Astros in the NLDS, but sadly lost in the National League Championship Series to the eventual champions, Florida Marlins. Lofton struggled in the NLCS, batting 185 with seven strikeouts. After the playoffs ended, Lofton was once again a free agent and returned to a familiar place. Reunited in Cleveland, Lofton returned to Cleveland on a three-year, $24 million deal during the 1998 offseason. During the season, Lofton's 282 batting average was, to that point, the lowest of his MLB career, but his 87 walks were a career high. However, he had 64 RBIs, his second highest RBI total, which has been 66 at that point in his career and doubled his stolen base count with 54 from the previous year total of 27. The Indians won the AL Central with a record of 89-73 and their matchup against the Boston Red Sox, three games to one in the 1998 ALDS. In the series against the Red Sox, Lofton's 375 batting average led the Indians, as did his two stolen base and six hits. The Indians lost the 1998 ALCS in six games to the New York Yankees, who had won 114 games in the regular season. For the 1999 season, Lofton finished with a 301 batting average, the seventh time in eight MLB seasons hitting 300 or better. It was, however, the first season in Cleveland he did not record 50 or more stolen bases, finishing the season with 25. The AL Central winning Indians lost in the 1999 ALDS to the Boston Red Sox three games to two. The Indians had led in the series two games to none before losing three games in a row in the series. Lofton and Roberto Alomar each had two stolen bases in the series. 
but Lofton recorded just two hits in 16 at-bats. In Game 5, Lofton dislocated his left shoulder and tore his rotator cuff while diving into first base. Final Years in MLB In 2002, Lofton signed with the White Sox but was traded to the Giants during the trade dump. This turned out to be great for Lofton as the Giants made it to the World Series that year and fell one game short of the World Series ring. In the coming years, Lofton signed with teams such as the Pittsburgh Pirates, New York Yankees, Philadelphia Phillies, Texas Rangers, Chicago Cubs, and Cleveland. Lofton retired in 2009. Why Kenny Lofton isn't in the MLB Hall of Fame? His 622 stolen bases ranked the 15th all-time. He holds the Indians record for stolen bases with 452. Lofton had tallied a 299 career batting average with 130 home runs, 116 triples, and 1,528 runs in 2,103 games. He was also a three-time MLB Player of the Week. Lofton also played in 95 career postseason games. In the playoffs for his career, he had 247 with seven home runs and 34 RBIs. Baseball historian Bill James named Lofton as the fastest player and best bunter of the 1990s. Here are the reasons why Lofton isn't in the MLB Hall of Fame. The Competitive Era Kenny Lofton played in an era that was filled with talented players, which might have made it challenging for him to stand out among his peers in terms of that achievements. This could have impacted his Hall of Fame chances. Position and Statistics While Lofton was an exceptional outfielder known for his speed in defense, his offensive statistics might not be as impressive as those of some other Hall of Fame outfielders. Although he was a consistent leadoff hitter, his power numbers, home runs RBIs, might not have been as high as some other players. Short and Peak While Lofton had a long and successful career, his peak dominance might not have been as sustained or as high as that of some other Hall of Fame candidates. This can sometimes impact a player's Hall of Fame consideration. Competition with other candidates Each year there are a number of limited inductees that the Hall of Fame can choose. This means that there are fierce competition among eligible players and some might miss out due to the sheer number of deserving candidates. Voter bias and subjectivity The voting process for the Baseball Hall of Fame involves members of the Baseball Writers Association of America, and their opinions can be influenced by various factors, including personal biases and the era in which a player competed. Steroid error impact while Lofton himself has not been linked to performance-enhancing drugs, his career overlapped with the controversial steroid era in baseball. This era has led to complex discussions about the Hall of Fame's worthiness of certain players due to their connections or suspicions of using PEDs. Lofton is considered to be one of the most feared leadoff hitters of all time, and I believe that Lofton should be in the Hall of Fame. Lofton is considered to be one of the best base dealers of all time and has 2,428 hits in his career. Lofton was considered to be the most popular lead of hitters of the 1990s and should be in the MLB Hall of Fame. Well, 
that's the end of this episode. You can find this episode on KenTheSportsGuy.com, Ken with two wins, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. In addition, head on over to my social media pages on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports, Instagram at KennySportsGuy1, and TikTok at KennySportsPodcast. Until the next episode, see ya, and I hope you stay safe and healthy. Sports Guy Podcast.